Hello, hello, hello. You have now tuned in to the Self-Reflection Podcast with Donna. Here we look at ways to reflect on our past that will bring joy and happiness to our future. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining the podcast. Now it's time to grab your journals, find a comfortable place to relax. It is time for self-reflections. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about people-pleasing. And what does it mean to be a people-pleaser versus a person that pleases God? Today, this topic has been very close to my heart and things that I've been reflecting on lately in terms of how often have I gotten sucked into people-pleasing versus listening to my inner voice and really connecting with my higher power, which is God. So I every day I have devotions that I, I listen to and I read. And this devotion came up and it kind of like pricked my heart a bit. And that's why, you know, I decided to have this topic to see who else might be reflecting on this or might be struggling with people pleasing. The scripture that I'm going to come from this morning is Galatians 1 and 10, and I'm reading it from the um, NIV version. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to people please? If I were trying to still please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I thought that was interesting that even in biblical days, people were people pleasing. It just shows you that there are times when we don't put ourselves first, you know? And so what does it mean to people please, right? Is really a a good question to ask. So how do you know? If you're a people pleaser, a people pleaser is a person who puts others' needs ahead of their own. This type of person is highly in tuned to others and often they're seen as agreeable, helpful, and kind. But a people pleaser can also have trouble advocating for themselves which can lead to very harmful patterns of self-sacrifice and self-neglect. And this happens quite a bit with people-pleasers. People-pleasers, they spend so much time and effort in taking care of others that unfortunately, they often neglect themselves and they don't establish good social support for themselves or healthy boundaries. They also, they find it hard to give up control and let others take care of them. While they're sitting around taking care of everyone else and being noble. Um, And that is rewarding. However, that can be very toxic to yourself and very unhealthy. So let's look at five signs to see if you're a people pleaser in, not necessarily how to stop, but how to reflect on that so you can compare your people pleasing 
to, am I even pleasing God? Does, does people pleasing reflect what God wants for me? And I always like to take things back to, what does God want me to do? How is he walking through this life with me? And what is his purpose for my life, right? And is people pleasing a part of that purpose? How is that elevating me and helping me grow? So one sign you're a people pleaser if you are incapable of saying no. This is a big one. If you if you can't say no to people, that's a problem. And often people try to make you feel guilty for saying no. I know I've had that happen to me so many times. I would say first realize that your capacity to care for others and your capacity to take care of yourself are not mutually exclusive, right? So in fact, uh, the two are intimately related that you can take care of other people and yourself. However, you must put yourself first. You must put your mask on first, as they say on the airplane, right? Me first. Second, we have to understand that we're not really responsible for the happiness of others around us. They are. We are only responsible for our own happiness. My mechanic used to tell, tell me that all the time. Donna, you can't make anybody happy. You can only make yourself happy. So when we let these two realities uh, give permission, they give us permission to say no. That one, I can only make myself happy. Um, that I have the capacity to care for others, but I also have to care for myself. And in caring for myself, sometimes I might have to say no. Start practicing small requests, right? Refuse kindly with, you know, without an apology, but small things. Start with something small like you go to a restaurant and they make a mistake with your meal. And you say, no, I'm sorry, but this is not what I ordered. Um, Are you able to fix it? You know, when we start with small requests and set small boundaries, it doesn't feel as daunting, you know. And then we start moving up to the big dogs like our family and our friends, you know, maybe people at work. There are polite ways of saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. That doesn't work for me. Number two, if you avoid making decisions or sharing your opinion, you might be a people pleaser. Now, a solution for that is to remember that you can disagree without being disagreeable. People can have uh, different opinions, right? We don't all have to agree on everything and we can still treat each other with respect and kindness. So give your voice a thought, right? Give give voice to your thoughts and concerns and your needs. Don't hide and shy away from sharing your voice or your opinions. They do matter. For a long time, I would be afraid to share my opinion for fear of what others may think of me. It's important to 
build a good circle of friends, even if it's just two or three, that you can share everything with. You can lay down a lot of your burdens without judgment. Because we need that in our lives, you know? Not being able to feel fear for being neglected or rejected because of your opinion. The next thing I thought about if you are a people pleaser, and this happens to me, you're resentful of others, but you're not sure why. One truth that I had to face was that sometimes in life, if you're feeling overextended or taken advantage of, that's when you start to feel resentful. When you start to do things for people and there's no gratitude behind it, right? From the person receiving, you start to feel resentful. But the truth is, we have to avoid second-guessing ourselves. A lot of times, we'll have that inkling or notion to say, I really want to do this, but let me just go ahead and do it anyway. And then the person that you might be helping or supporting doesn't give you the gratitude or the gratefulness that you feel you deserve. It makes you extremely resentful. And that's why it's hard to do things not expecting things in return, but that's not that's not the exchange of life. We always, there's always an exchange. You know, even if you do something not expecting anything physical back, you still feel like you want gratitude at least. There's some type of exchange, right? And so when we don't receive that, that leads you to be resentful. And that's why Standing up for yourself and saying no is so extremely important. Finding time for self-care and making that a priority is extremely important. And then you won't have to feel as resentful, making sure you take time for you first, right? And sharing your feelings, setting healthy boundaries. So people who are people pleasers don't normally set boundaries. When you set healthy boundaries, you have to be willing to admit that your time and your energy is limited, right? And that you deserve to have your time be your time. Not because you're selfish, but because it's the truth. Boundaries are simply a recognition of that truth, right? Don't be afraid to set your boundaries and enforce them. It will take time. It will take time because it's not something that we're used to doing with other people or with our families or friends, right? But you'll experience an increase in sense of well-being and people will learn to accept your limits and your boundaries once you set them. I feel for myself that when I don't set boundaries, it does lead me to be extremely resentful. So now I try to set boundaries from the very beginning. And let me tell you this as well. There's no time, there's no limit on setting boundaries. And let's say, for example, you didn't set boundaries 
in the beginning of a relationship, you can always, always set boundaries at any point in the relationship, whether it's a friendship, a family ship, right? Any kind of relationship, you can set boundaries for yourself and you're entitled to that without any limitations, without feeling bad, you have the right to set healthy boundaries for yourself. Now, what does it mean to please God? We talked about how do we please people, right? If you're a people pleaser, but what does it mean to please God? One, we have to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. That's what the Bible says. God honors those who seek his love and his guidance above anything else. When we prioritize uh, the things that are eternal and the values that we have, we really are striving to be righteous in everything that we do. The Lord is really pleased with that. When we want to have a deeper connection with him, when we want to get closer to him, he is pleased. When we are intentional about simple things like daily practices, maybe reading his word daily or praying daily or sitting quiet just so you can hear his voice, that pleases God. When we draw close to him, the Lord delights in whatever you draw close. Whenever you draw close to him, he delights in that. When we repent from our hearts, he delights in that. When we seek him with our hearts, another way how we please God according to the Bible, it says by seeking him with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. We can do this by praying earnestly, by studying his word, we even can do this by fellowshipping with others, right? With other believers. That's a way of honoring God and seeking him with our heart. When we trust him as our savior, as a person who replenishes us, who heals us. This is why he sent his son, Jesus, right? To die on our behalf, to pay the wages of sin. And if we believe, if we believe, it pleases God. Having faith that God is powerful and he is who he is, that he doesn't change, that he doesn't lie, that he doesn't make mistakes, holding on to that promise pleases God. When we seek his approval, and not the approval of man, we are pleasing God. That doesn't mean that we don't get counsel and wise counsel from people who we love and respect, but it does mean that we seek God first, we ask him first, we wait, we listen, and then we go to those who we know have our best interests in heart, those who we know have been through things and you know, that they give good counsel and wise counsel. We trust their wisdom. We trust that they want the very best for us. 
stay close, discern God's will. Since there are areas in our lives that that don't directly mention, right, in God's word, how we discern, but we discern by listening, I believe, and being very intentional about our quiet time. And for me, God's word and his voice is revealed through different things, right? So sometimes I can read something and I feel like that's his voice speaking directly to me. Maybe in a conversation and a person they don't even know, right? I'm thinking about something I'm, I'm, I've had questions that I'm asking God about and they give me a word, they speak something into my life and I'm like, wow, that was the voice I needed to hear from God. That's my way of discerning. God puts it in all of us. We have it within us already. If we keep our words pure and our thoughts pure, that pleases God. When we start by disciplining our own mind, right, our own tongue, when we start by avoiding sinful thoughts and being careful with our words, because words matter. Words matter. Let me say that one more time. Words matter. And not just words on how we speak to others, but how we speak to ourselves. It all matters. Sometimes people pleasers, we're so kind to others, but then we say the worst things to ourselves. Words matter. So we must be kind even to ourselves, even in our thoughts. When you start having these negative thoughts, combat them with positive thoughts, with the truth of what's actually happening. I think sometimes we get so caught up in creating these fantasies, right? And we're not living in full truth. In truth and in spirit is is the best way to live. That pleases God. So let's recap. How do we stop people pleasing and how do we please God? I broke it down in eight, eight points. One, be true to yourself instead of trying to fit in. Two, set healthy boundaries. You can do it. You deserve it. Three, stop making excuses and draw close to God. Four, listen to your inner voice. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Five, spend more time with God. Six, remember that you can't please everyone. Seven, trust God and actively seek his wisdom. Eight, ask for help and learn how to say no. Bye.
I hope that this podcast was helpful and beneficial to you in some way. And as we come to a close, I just wanted us to have a few minutes of silent reflection as we think on ways that we can please God and not man and how people pleasing has put us in a position that we may not be taking care of ourselves fully the way God intended it for us to do, right? That we have to love on ourselves just as much as we love others. So I'm going to stop talking for a few minutes because I want us to have a moment of silent reflection. And you're going to hear a ding when that moment is up. So let's say three minutes. And while you're sitting in silent reflection, I want you to have your eyes closed. Sitting down or laying up just in a comfortable position. Breathing deeply and slowly. Let's start now. I hope that moment of silence gave you some time to reflect on today's podcast. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like it and share it with those you love. And until next time, be blessed.